Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhez Omapete on SAFM. So this is where I am. I am at the Wanderers Club attending something that the MSC, MSC, the shipping company, Mediterranean Shipping Company, I am with them. I'm here with the South Africa MD for the Cruises Division, Mr. Ross Falk. You will remember last year, he was our hashtag Tuesday takeover host, and he did his lot in engaging us about some of the positive stories that were coming out at the very high and, well, very painful days of COVID. But of course, he returns now, and I'm going to hold him somewhat accountable to some of the promises he made that time. Ross, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Sungezo. Thanks so much for having me again. It's a privilege to be here. I see you're not uh, giving me the leverage that you give your politicians about uh, holding me accountable. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that is reserved for a special class of citizens. Ross, you were here the last time you took over. We talked about tourism, but within that in conversation, I embedded some critical issues about our national development. If we talk about infrastructure, there's a case that can be made in terms of where South Africa fares relative to her resources. If we talk generally about the economy and where tourism, where your business really fits in, there's a case to be made there. You obviously can engage the question of employment. So what are we here for? What is MSC doing? And some of those things that you touched on the last time we were on a platform as this is, you made a couple of commitments. Do you want to share what has since transpired? Sure. I think that, uh, and I said, thank you for the opportunity. And, you know, South Africa is a wonderful country. And I think that it has a wonderful potential to succeed. We need to get together and uh, move forward in a positive fashion. One of those areas that needs uh, a lot of attention and something that we can continue to do is, uh, is uh, infrastructure development. And one of the, the successful public-private partnerships with Transnet uh, was the development of the Durban uh, port front to create a cruise terminal uh, during COVID. So we invested 300 million rand in the new uh, cruise terminal in Durban. It's an iconic building in, uh, in, the, in the port of Durban. It's really trying to, uh, to create uh, jobs. We did it during COVID. We continue to invest during COVID rather than uh, stopping. 300 million rand investment to South Africa. So it's something we're incredibly proud of. Um, and it is a success in terms of Transnet and ourselves working together and collaborating, the Department of Transport also involved there as well. So they've had a hand in, in pushing that forward. And I think it's a testament to what can be achieved mm. if we're willing to work together and are willing to put, uh, put South Africa first. Um, you know, one of the scourges that we face in South Africa is really about um, unemployment. Youth unemployment is uh, at a skyrocketing rate, 65% of the last time I saw. Um, and we've committed from a Shorshalorza Ocean Academy to try and ensure that we put South Africans on board the vessel. We've committed to put a thousand contracts a year. And I had a conversation yesterday with my global board, and that was to work at trying to exceed that and trying to push that forward in terms of employing local South African talent on board the vessel. And I can tell you that quite positively, South African crew members abroad are quite well respected and well revered. That's something we need to be proud of and something we want to try and push forward. Um, I think from closer to home, obviously, COVID had a detrimental effect in uh, people's employment and people's well-being. I think the family that owns MSC globally was very, very committed to keeping the family and, and actually didn't wind up uh, retrenching any staff ashore uh, during COVID, which I think is a wonderful testament to their qualities and everything like that. Um, there is going to be a big announcement relating to the KCT terminal sometime early next year. 
Um, we're partnering with a very, very prominent foundation in South Africa to rename the terminal. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> you said it 20 minutes ago. Well, yes. Yeah. So the terminal will be renamed the Nelson Mandela Cruise Terminal. <laughs> and we think that's a fitting, iconic name for someone so great that did so much to South Africa that his name is indelibly linked to a successful port of entry into South Africa, welcoming South Africans back home and also welcoming our foreign guests into South Africa. Because I think tourism has got the scope and the breadth to solve a lot of South Africa's crises, mm. you know, by bringing foreign investment in, by bringing in infrastructure development, by uh, putting everything together, it's one of the fastest ways you can get employment because uh, everyone can participate. You don't need a degree. You don't necessarily need any qualifications. You just need to be passionate and proud about South Africa. Yeah, sure. And you need to drive that. And I think tourism has uh, really struggled under COVID. And I think what we need to do overall is to grow that. And I think that's what MSC's commitment to South Africa is, is continually look at where we can drive the growth perspective of South Africa and look at how we can ensure that we're a part of the solution and we're trying to solve some of the problems that exist within the country. Of course, when people hear these sorts of conversations, they get in Afrikaans, let's say, they get excited, they become interested, but of course you can't solve all of the nation's problems. You're not designed to do it. What is it though, having said all of that, are still the opportunities in the value chain of tourism, of the cruise industry? A young South African is interested, he's listening to this conversation and is wondering to oneself, maybe I could have a stake there, but the stake, one doesn't necessarily know where to begin or where to enter. If you are a younger Ross than 20 years of age and you've heard this conversation, what would you be thinking? Well, I'd like to know the opportunities and how I get involved, as you so, so rightly put out there. And uh, I think it's got to do with, you know, finding yourself in a niche within the value chain and looking for opportunities to grow. I think there are established businesses in South Africa that are supplying various tourism sectors, but, you know, it, it's South Africans are resilient. And I think even the curio shop owner at Hoodsprate Airport, for example, is an entrepreneur that you can utilize the community and support the community. You know, at, uh, at King Shark Airport, selling curios, getting involved in, in that space is there. I think we've got to be action orientated in the way we go about doing things and seek out the opportunities. And remember that no one was successful first time around. Sure. So the likes of Bill Gates and some of these people that we aspire to look at, they were not successful the first time. They had to carry on going, carry on going, carry on going. And I think the great Muhammad Ali also said, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you stand up that's important. So, you know, I think that's also part of the process is to look at how we can uh, leverage off. And I think we have a responsibility from a corporate South Africa perspective to also engage SMEs and find out how we can make it work for them and, and the barriers to entry less problematic than what we're seeing. And I think we're trying to do that. It's not as easy with... Uh, with cruising because it has a major infrastructure uh, mm. footprint, um, but it is something that we're exploring and we are looking for opportunities to try and do it. But that doesn't mean that other tourism sectors don't need, don't have that and don't, and you can't do that, you can do it. Um, and, and I think travel agencies, you can register, you can sell, you just gotta be passionate about what you do. And that's gonna be one big, uh, big point is, is the passion. Having been fortunate enough to have gone on your cruises twice, what did surprise pleasantly so too was the fact that when I did the rands and cents of the expenditure on a cruise, it was not at all different. In certain instances, depending on the timing and sort of the package I go on, it amounted to being considerably cheaper than say somebody, certainly right now, who would fly to Cape Town and book four nights accommodation at a hotel 
and spend however much or sort of have the lifestyle on the ship but have it on ground it can be quite cheaper on the ship many people will probably think i'm bsing about this just engage the people in terms of how accessible the cruise ship is from a tourism perspective from just making it accessible to people who probably thought this is utopia for them in other words change their imagination about engaging the cruise ship as a way to unwind tourism at a buck that is quite affordable. So I think you hit on the, the, the nail on the head in terms of value add. And there's a package for everybody. There's a there's a, a, a variety of cabins that you're able to book to fit your budget from the high end to, to the, the budget saver. Um, one of the things that's very attractive from a cruising perspective is the opportunity to have your bag unpacked once. And it's a one-stop shop. The entertainment, the food, uh, all of your engagements on board the vessel are incorporated within the price. So you don't have to think and, and provide those, those costs, which invariably sneak up on you in a different destination. You don't have to worry about what you're going to eat and how much it's going to cost because it's including the price. The only thing that's different is the drinks, but you can lock yourself in with some value-added drinks packages from the beginning. And provided you're not uh, you know, having too much fun, um, it, it can be very frugal and value-added in that space. So you know, it really is something that I think is a matter of perspective and people need to, to become enlightened towards it, that the value-added holiday is a cruise and the best value-added holiday is a cruise. It's something I think that people can start to aspire to. And it also gives you the destination of the vessel. So we've just announced this evening that we're bringing a very luxurious vessel to South Africa, um, MSC Splendida. Say more um, about that, please. Okay, yes. so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a much larger vessel than what we've currently brought. So it's another thousand odd passengers, um, but it has this concept of a ship within a ship. So those people that like ultra luxury and enjoy uh, privacy and, uh, and their own quiet time, there's 71 cabins dedicated to that privacy where you get 24 hour butler service, uh, your your uh, uh, dining is uh, is private. Your uh, there's a private pool. There's a whole lot of host of benefits in terms of spa access and that kind of stuff. So it really is catering for the person, the discerning cruiser, who really wants the privacy of uh, of a smaller kind of vessel, um, but with the amenities of a much larger vessel. So it's got great amenities, lots of restaurants, lots of food opportunities. All those kind of things are very very important for everybody on board. So that's something that, uh, you know, we, we're excited about. It's the, the most luxurious MSC vessel that we're bringing to South Africa. Um, and we think it's going to be a game changer for the cruise market. Not only that, but it brings with it additional crew where we can employ South Africans. Um, so it moves from 1000 crew members to 1,500, gives us the opportunity to bring more crew on. Um, and as I said, our commitment to South Africa is to engage more South African crew um, and then adds to the value chain because with more passengers comes yeah. more procurement, comes more port taxes, comes more spend, comes more all the downstream effects of tourism. And I think you mentioned a bit earlier about the tourism activation. Tourism has a long tail. It affects every part of the value chain. Um, and I just look at uh, from a technocrat perspective, yeah. you know, in order for you to get a plane or a vessel or something out of port, you need Department of Health, Department of uh, Security, uh, the SARS. Department of SARS, Customs, you know, a whole host load of, uh, of uh, South African departments. So if that encompasses everything, surely the value chain of tourism must encompass all of those departments as well. And we're seeing it with the security challenges we face with unfortunate incidents of the German tourist. It has a knock-on effect. If we do something from a security perspective, it affects tourism. If we do something from an agriculture perspective, it affects tourism and tourism affects them as well. So it's all part of the value chain. Ross, let's talk about, and I'm trying to wrap up this conversation, but I absolutely have to ask 
one critical conversation to this. And I think I'm gonna, as I keep trying to do, put a challenge to you. Come on now, we can't not have it in this conversation on this platform. But you've mentioned growth. Growth to me in the context of South Africa, particularly for young people, should at some level or the other mean employment opportunities for young people in the MSc space, particularly, especially talk about the academy. Yeah, so the Shawshan Laws Ocean Academy was started as a venture between MSc Cruises and MSc Fargo. And we wanted to ensure that we drove employment on our vessels. So as I said to you, South African crew members are very well respected in the, in the broader spectrum of MSc globally. And we want to uh, ensure that we promote our South African crew members through that academy. So it's available www.shortshallawsoceanacademy.co.za. It has all of the, the various requirements for it. Obviously, to get on board, you need a Siemens qualification as STCW, and you also need a medical in order to pass it because there are some stringent requirements from a health and safety perspective. But you know, part of that as well is that those can be quite costly. So part of the, the deal is to also ensure that from a South African perspective, we invest in our people. So IMO rules say that we're not allowed to give money to a participant, but what we can do is we can loan it to them and they can work it back um, in order to qualify, get themselves on board, and then they work it back for us. And that's what we're trying to achieve by putting a thousand crew members. So just for your reference point, 2021, height of COVID, mm. we still put 846 South Africans on board our vessels globally. Okay, this year from poor backgrounds from from all backgrounds not only poor backgrounds, all backgrounds. So in other words being poor is not a stumbling no point. it's not it's 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 passion a commitment to service and an ability to want or desire to want to be the best person you can be is what you're looking for so 846 south africans went on board this year we're looking to get to thousand and perhaps next year we're trying to push it a little bit higher um and you know we're committing to this over a long period um so we we want to be part of the solution we're not perfect. We make mistakes just sure. like everyone else. Um, and we, we need to, to learn from those and grow from them. But we are trying in every area to try and ensure that we push the economic agenda of growing South Africa. It's been a fantastic interview. Final question and unrelated to everything that you've said, but I'm certainly going to use it in this context. There was a relationship between my station and your brand. How can that be revived? My employers are listening. We can be partners surely something can happen because it is a good initiative. It was a good initiative. I don't see any stumbling blocks to doing it. You know, we're open to negotiating and talking to people that have the mindset of what's good for both of us is what's good for everything. So it's got to be beneficial to both parties and it's got to be beneficial to South Africa. But I don't see a stumbling block in terms of and I look forward to having the conversation with your employers um, on the basis of making us a success. We'll organize a lunch on Ross. <laughs> I'm sure the relevant people are listening. Ross, thank you so much. And I think it's important for us just to say thank you so much, especially for your commitment to the country and making sure that Europe does not learn to forget about us, as some other spaces might from time to time do. We are an important um, geopolitical force, and you've done well to so engage I, that. I just highlight one final quote. And it's one by Michelangelo. It says that the greatest travesty in history is not that we set goals so high that we never achieve them. It's that we set goals so low that we always achieve them. So we need to aspire to set those Good lofty man. goals to make sure that we achieve them. And I think South Africa has the potential. We are the most resilient country in the world and I'm incredibly proud to be a South African. And I think it's important that we don't lose that lesson. We're suffering a lot at the moment. We can do it if we look together and we work together to solve the problems, but we need to set high goals. Sipo, that's his other name. Otherwise, officially Ross Falk, MD, MSC Cruises. Thank you so much for your time. Go back to the launch, have some fun. We'll certainly continue the conversation as committed to a minute or two ago. 
2127, everybody. We continue the conversation here on SAFM Viewpoint after the break.